0: get to a, let's, let's figure out what's going on here. Let's get you some help or you need to be arrested. Those are your two options. Let's figure it out, Linda. Hey, Holy Rollers. Ah, that sounds so good. Welcome back to the Holy Roller podcast. I am your host, Kylie and Hoppy. I'm so, so stoked to be here. I was like, I don't know, like in the burrows of my head trying to figure out like, how do I start this? What do I do? All the insecurities of it, but I just had to, I'm like in my bed. I'm like, start it now. Just go. So here we are. So fun. So a lot has happened since March 11th of 2021. Jesus help us save us. Um, so I'll start with me because I can speak on that a little bit more fluently. Um, in 2021, I got a new dog. We ended up moving to Columbia in July of 2021, back to Lexington where I'm from. And Daniel got like a job promotion, a switch. You've probably seen it if you follow me. But we moved to Lexington. Um, which has been awesome for our family. Seriously, it, obviously I miss Greenville. There's like a lot of hustle and bustle. <laughs> and anyone from a different city is going to be like, are you serious you're calling Greenville hustle and bustle? But like to me, there was <clears throat> always something going on. And I loved that. But I felt like Daniel and I didn't really get a lot of time together. And also something about Greenville that I didn't love, love, love is there wasn't a lake or like an ocean, like a big body of water. That is just like something that speaks to me so much. I get so much joy out of, you know, swimming and laying out (laughs) by a body of water. I just feel so small around something so big. And I think that's important to feel Sometimes does it make sense that we are not the most important people in the world. So I and Daniel grew up on the lake. I grew up going to the lake all the time. And so in Greenville, a lot of the environment there is like hiking and biking and like nature stuff and I am not nature Barbie at all. Like even in Yellowstone when I went, I was like, "Guys, about hiking boots. Like you would have thought that I was true Beverly Hills." trying to figure out the wild wild west so I do try but my I'm not like a person that wants to go get lost in the woods I need cell phone reception I need a bathroom I mean I'm good to pee in the woods but you know what I'm saying like how about if you like have your morning coffee and it hits wrong girls you know what I'm talking about you need I need facilities I also like I want to see stuff like I like to see houses when I walk I like to see like people. I like to people watch. That's why I love going to the DMV because like at the DMV you're like we live in the same town. What? Like you see some crazy stories at the DMV. That's how I feel when I'm walking like at the beach in our neighborhood. That sort of thing. You always get tea. And in the woods you just see like pine tree, pine tree, pine tree, pine tree, pine tree. Like you know what I'm saying? I understand there's some girls out there that are gonna be like I love hiking and please tell me why but that's just not me. So we weren't using the great outdoors of Greenville like people should. I want to have a cocktail on a boat watching the sunset. That is like my ideal nature experience. So anyways, all that to say, I felt like we were inside a lot in Greenville or like at a bar at dinner, like inside And I wanted to be outside more. One with nature, might you say. I wanted to get grounded. I want to go to the country. So we're in the country. So that was something that was crazy different about my life that changed. And so when that happened, and even before that happened, there was a lot of life, good life changes, but like big life changes. And so with Anne too, she has a new dog, which her name is Eloise. She is a super sweet gal. Um, she just went to training camp and so she's back now. So hopefully she had the hard not lives and, um, went to the scared stray program and is a, is a good dog now. Um, or I guess more well mentored. Um, she got a job change right when her, um, when we kind of stopped which was a huge life decision for her. And what you don't know, what she would never tell you, is she's really, really good at her job. So that's, like, so important to her. Her Like, people at her work, like, adore her. I mean, as you probably already probably could tell. So that was huge for her to kind of get settled there and figure out her place. And then, once we moved, and then um, she got a new house. So, go on her Instagram. You can see her new house. It's adorable. And, I mean, oh, my gosh, y'all. A single gal buying her own house. Like, that is just, like, proud is beyond belief. And so, once I moved, it kind of, and she had a new job. It was really, really hard to find a time that we could actually sit down and do the podcast And so it kind of, not anything happened, it just kind of like dwindled a bit, but we were always like on the phone or whatever saying like, yeah, we'll bring it back, we'll bring it back, we'll bring it back. And we just let life get busy and kind of put it to the side um, until it just still was like up in my forefront of my mind. And I was like, I really want this, and for reasons why I'll tell y'all later, but what are you thinking? Like, what are your thoughts? And she kind of said like, yes, I would, but I kind of was... Mentioning to her, you know, you don't have to do it every week. I know that's a lot for you because even before it was a lot for her because she works nine to five. She has a lot on her plate. And so, carving out, you know, two hours to do this with me is a big sacrifice every week. It's a big sacrifice. Where for me, I work from home. So, I have so many different pockets in the day where I can just hop on here, talk with y'all, laugh with y'all, and go about my day where she has a more structured schedule. So I was like, why don't you come on? Oh my God, my voice. Lord, let me get a drink. I see you, God. I see you want me to have a sip of drink. Fine. I'll do it. Anyways. So I was like, why don't you do once a month? And she was like, absolutely. That would be great because then we can go on via Zoom and y'all can hear from her because obviously Anne's my favorite on the show, so I would want to hear from her too, and then I got a text from her, you know, a little bit afterwards, and she was like, actually, like, I just don't know if I can commit to the timing of it. Um, I have a lot going on at work, and all that to say she's a lot going on, like, good things. There's nothing like bad. I feel like everyone thinks that the worst case scenario is the case. Sometimes, guys, it's not. I know the life or the world is a dumpster fire right now, but we're good. We're good. So, um, she was just saying like, I'm really sorry, but I just don't know if I can commit to once a month. And you know, I, how she started it off was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I hope you're not mad guys. Number one, we can learn from this is if someone's mad at you for making a boundary and a decision that's best for your life, they are not your friend. My first reaction to her saying that is like, please do what's best for you. I want what's best for you. And I want you to be, I'm really proud that you're, you know, can know yourself so well that you can say, like, before it even starts, hey, I am not at the place where I can commit the time. Because I think what I would have done, because I'm such a people pleaser, would be like, okay, I'll do it. And I'll kind of half do it, half butt it, I guess, for months and then fizzle out. Because I would be too scared to, like, hurt someone's feelings. But I think... What I learned from Ann in that experience is like stick up for yourself, advocate for yourself, and don't care what people say about what you're doing that's best for you. I think that in life in general, there's so many decisions that we're going to make that I've already made too in my life that people just don't get. And it's like, I'm sorry, it's just like not for you to get either. So not everyone's going to understand every single decision that you make. And we can't make decisions based off of pleasing other people because like at the end of the day. They ain't born with you, and they ain't dying with you, you know? So that was a decision that she made, and I totally support her in that. And maybe, I mean, I'm just being hopeful. Maybe we'll get her on just some, because I just want to hear from her. And I miss her so much. So that is all the tea there, seriously. So everyone just go pop in, say hi to Ann, tell her you miss her, and, you know, maybe we can get her in a few months on here. Who, Who knows? Sky's the limit around here. A no is never a no in my opinion. So that is like the update with us. I, again, closing that chapter, I moved to Lexington and there has been some interesting things to, to say the least. Greenville is just a way different dynamic of, I would say like, how do I put this personality? There are some unhinged people in Lexington. I'm unhinged too. So I feel like I can say that there are some unhinged people. Number one, I was so triggered the other day. I pull up to the gas station, which is already triggering enough because the gas prices are so insane. So like for my little CRV, I'm paying like 100 bucks to go from here to Walmart, which is just, I mean, I don't even need to get into it with you guys. But I pull in and there's this mom in a, that gets out of her Honda Odyssey. If you've been following me at all for any amount of time, you know I hate Honda Odyssey moms. I, like... Probably, if you drive a Honda Odyssey, you're probably wonderful. But from what I have gathered through my statistics of driving is that they will cut you off in a second. They only care about getting Johnny to soccer practice, and they're the ones that most likely are going to scream at the pharmacist. I've seen it multiple times in Lexington. So, she gets out of her car. Alright, so I'm already like, mm, apprehensive. She's wearing a tank top. Guys, wearing a tank top that says, hey, Period. Can't, period. Baseball, period. Bye, period. Like someone, it's like it's like having a conversation. Does that make sense? Like someone says hey to her, hey. Can you do this with me? Can't. Why? Baseball. Okay, bye. Does that make sense? That's kind of how it goes. I, your kid playing baseball is not a personality trait. Hey, to break it to you. I almost wrote down her driver's license because I'm like, we got a forty-one fifty. This chick. We need to get her help. I will come there, sit down with her, make her one of our um, holy roller cocktails, and say like, "Let's get to a let's let's figure out what's going on here. Let's get you some help, or you need to be arrested. Those are your two options. Let's figure it out, Linda. Why do people make their child sports a personality trait? I don't get it. Cause I just believe t-ball and baseball moms are probably the worst. And listen here, I'll probably be eating my words and someone's going to haunt me with this podcast later on because I'm like, little Jimmy really did great on his baseball game. I brought in ocean water blue slushies for the whole team because they are on their way to state. Like that, y'all, if that is me, someone tackle me. I give you full permission. Okay. Anyways, moving forward. But that's that type of stuff that happens. Like There's crazy things that happen in the country. I see deer all the time. Daniel saw a coyote the other day. Like in our new neighborhood, we're building a house. In our new neighborhood, they have a little plant stand or and like a vegetable stand for people. Like it's really cute and endearing. But there's some redneckery going on. For example, there's two gas stations near our new house that we're gonna have. And on the gas station attached to it is a liquor store, which is a trailer, guys. It's a trailer. That also sells fried chicken. I don't know how redneck you can get from there. That is that is where I'm living right now. So even when I go into Columbia and I'm like tooting around, I'm like, got to go back to the country. I might be like twigging out a little bit. But I do love it. Like I'm a little redneck to my, in myself. We've been having so much fun on the lake. Um, A little too much fun on the lake. But this is the first summer where I've actually gotten tan. When we were kids, we'd be like, beach, beach. Pool, another beach, pool, like, swim lessons, friends' birthday party, pool, lake, beach. Like, all summer, we'd be out in the sun. Also, not using SPF, which I'm kind of into that. Like, that it was just like, like, you put some sun in, no SPF, and you're riding a hot dog on Lake Murray. I mean, what is a better childhood than that? Please try to one-up me, because you can't. But I realized in college, I was sitting, I was, like, doing, like, a, you know, like, a, like a summer job. I was like, I'm never going to be tan again because we're always inside all summer. We're just inside, clicking away on our laptops, and the only, we get one Saturday maybe out of the month that we can go outside and get, you know, some sun, a little, a little wisp of a UV ray, and that's it. And I'm like, we as adults need summer breaks, like at least two weeks to where America, I mean, golly, America's a dumpster fire right now. Give us two weeks out of the summer where we can be kids again and go to the beach and lay out that we don't have to take vacation for, you know, like I bet you will probably be happier people because of that. But moving here, I feel like I'm outside way more like I'm a little kid again. It's amazing. Okay, did anyone watch to, uh, what is it? I was about to say to all the boys I've loved before. Oh my gosh, I'm so, so chugs. Um, what is it? The Summer I Turned Pretty. So good, right? It brings that nostalgia of summer. And I watched it, I'm like, I'm ready to go to the beach. I want to go to Myrtle Beach. I want to go to an arcade. I want to have an ice cream cone. <sighs> I want to sit on the beach with that cart girl that, pulls the shaved ice, and you put a little bit of sand in there. Y'all think I'm going to be crazy and unhinged, but I am, so it's fine. Y'all listen to the podcast, so you're a little unhinged, too. I love it when sand gets in my sandwich at the beach. I love it when sand gets my little lemonade icy from Myrtle Beach. It's the best. And all y'all hate on Myrtle Beach, and I hated on it, too, for years. Granted, is it the best beach in South Carolina? No, I'm not saying that. But I've been taking two of my, or, like, I've been taking friends to my in-laws' Myrtle Beach condos for like two years now. We have the best time at Myrtle Beach. I don't know what it is. We go on this trip. We get an airbrush t-shirt. At um any other city, I'm probably like a five on the hotness scale. Like, I'm just being real with you. I'm probably a five. Myrtle Beach, I'm a 15. Like, that's great for your self-confidence right there. This, we went maybe in April. We ran that town. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, you know, put in my work here in the country. I'm going to move to Myrtle Beach. I'm going to become the mayor. I feel like I would do really good with that demographic, like the 70, 80-year-olds that, like, have a golf cart, that don't want their grandkids around, that are living their truth before, you know, during retirement. That's my type of people. I realized that the other day, too. Dana and I gravitate toward the older demographic. Every single neighborhood we lived in, majority old people. I don't know what it is. I guess in a different life, I was like a geriatric. I don't know. But that's like our vibe. Like in our new neighborhood, I think my best friend is going to be our next door neighbor and she's a little bit older. She has cameras. She's Neighborhood Watch, which if you've followed me before too, I am Neighborhood Watch. Like I know the happenings. I know what time Jimmy gets off the bus. I know when it's a half day because he looks more happier getting off the bus. Does that make sense? That's our demographic. So I feel like I would thrive in a Myrtle Beach retirement community as a 30-year-old. So maybe when I turn 30, I'll convince Daniel to move down there. Who knows? Anyways, go to Myrtle. That The moral of the story is go to Myrtle Beach. There's shows. There is medieval times. The list. There's water parks. The list goes on. You know what's also silly? Who canceled water parks? Like, all you people nowadays are too bougie to understand the greatness of a water park. They're amazing. Amazing. If you sit and drop me down in a water walk- I don't care about the cleanliness. Nothing in America's clean. Nothing. I hate to break it to y'all, but you going into the Chick-fil-A, it's not going to be clean. Just because, like, we're all humans. Nothing's going to be 110%. So... Every time I'm like, I love a water park, people are like, Ew, you never catch me at a water park. It's nasty. Okay. Did you die from it? Like, and when you were five, like, I'm so confused. Dano and I went to a water park um in his mom's hometown in Iowa. Guys, the best experience of my life. I can't even, we were the only adults playing there, which is a little creepy now that I say it. It was the time of our lives. We went down the water slides, the um, the little uh, what are they, zip lines. D- Daniel's like six four, two hundred pounds. Like it, he was probably scaring kids left and right, but like we didn't care. We were having a, a blast. We were getting our thirty dollars worth. And but also in Iowa in June it was freezing, and here I won't even get into the pool unless it's like, you know, kind of feels like bath water. <laughs> so that was a new experience. Anyways, I digress. So, it was fun catching up with you guys. <laughs> um, anyways, so one of the reasons why I wanted to restart this podcast is, like I said in our um, trailer, is I love funny anecdotal talk and, you know, talking about just the dumb stuff that's happening in pop culture because our, like, life... And I know all y'all go through something every day that's hard. And even just with the last two years, everything just seems dark and hard. And it's so fun just to laugh and talk about silly stuff. And in this Christian culture, it's like shamed upon to like love pop culture, like reality TV, just talk about silly stuff. And it's just like, why? It's not bad. It's fun and it's funny and it's light. And I love that. So having, because if it's a Christian podcast, it's always like, how are you feeling? Like, tell us more about why you blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's just stuff I just can't really relate to. That type of, like, verbiage, if that makes any sense. But then also on the other end, it's like only listening to, like, the top chart podcast. It's like I leave there feeling, I don't know. It's like I love that more secular talk. But at the same time, it's like I leave maybe with like a more negative output on life, or like I'm cussing more. Does that make any sense? And so I really am craving myself something that meshes the two together, where you can talk about Jesus and real stuff, and real problems going on in our culture, but also light and positive, if that makes any sense. Because I am not the girl that's like, I don't know, talking, like it's always like an emotional talk all the time. That's just not me. And hopefully y'all can relate to that too. So in my moving to Lexington and working for myself at home, I don't talk to people a lot during the day. And that is why I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But in Greenville, I had a friend that did photography too. I mean, she was on the podcast like two years ago or whatever. Her name's Jessie. And we would do our work but then like go home and like chat and go shop or go on a walk. Here, everyone that I know works at 9 to 5. So I have gotten during the day like even though I think I'm the best mental health that I have been in such a long time, I am lonely. I have no one to talk to. And so podcasts and different things like that have really like put, you know, people in my home more so that I can like laugh at or, you know, feel like I'm like talking to a coworker because I don't have that. And I know a lot of y'all, I even talked to someone the other day on the phone and she's working from home and she's just like, do you get lonely ever? Do you all this stuff because all we hear about is the positives of working from home, which it is so amazing. I would say most people want to work from home. But since the the pandemic, every a lot more people are working from home. And guys, it it can be really lonely. And I just think it's not talked about enough. And whenever, you know, Daniel gets home from work from working in the office, he's getting talked to all day. He wants to chill where when he comes home, I'm like what's going on? The only people I talk to is the people at the thrift store. The The amount of knowledge that I know about these guys from the thrift store is appalling. Like, he knows my schedule that I go play tennis every week. He's like, how's the clinic, Kylie? How you doing? Which is so sweet. But I'm like, I gotta get some friends. I gotta get some friends. Honestly. I need to make some friends here. If you know a friend, let me know. But, and obviously I have some friends. I'm just saying, like, I gotta gotta fill up my time during the day a little bit. So I was like, you know, I miss my Holy Roller community. I miss talking with them. I miss shooting the crap. There's so many things that pop up in my head that I'm like, can we discuss? And I loved putting out a podcast and y'all would slide into my DMs. So honestly, for my mental health, I'm starting this podcast too, so I can have more community in my home every day that is positive and also funny that I can jive with. So Working from home is hard. It's such a blessing, but it is so hard. And I just feel like we haven't gotten prepared for it yet. So that is honestly one of the big biggest reasons why I want to start this podcast. And I feel like doing a digital community does expand the kingdom also expands our community so that is why i'm here that is why i want to do this again and i hope from the workers from home and the office girlies that if y'all are feeling a little lonely hopefully i can be a voice in your ear and you give me a voice in my ear that we can get through the monday through friday blues together love it so i am in my bed it is a mere 9:55 in the morning the only cocktail that i thought was respectable today would be a mimosa so i went guys let me give you a little tip. Aldi has the best Prosecco. It's like uh, a yellow bottle. It's $8.99. Go get it. That with a little bit of pineapple juice. Bada bing, bada boom. You have an amazing breakfast cocktail for your one Saturday you get to be out and about. So drink that this weekend. Next week, or maybe even this week, who, who knows? You know, the sky's the limit for Holy Roller Podcast. I have my mother coming on the podcast. If you thought this podcast was unhinged, just wait till next week. It's, it's, it's something else. I That's all I can say. It's something else. And I have some amazing guests lined up. So you don't have to hear from me all the time. You can hear from other people in the wild that have just a great perspective. So I'm really excited about that. Um, as always, you can follow me at Kylie and Hoppy or at the Holy Roller podcast on Instagram. Please listen to our podcast on Spotify, um, Apple Music, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Listen to us, the Holy Roller Podcast. Please, please, please rate and review if you would. Just sneak on your boyfriend's phone and just give us a subscribe, a follow. It really, really helps me out um, in this crazy podcasting world. And as always, I love you guys. And cheers, you Holy Rollers.